Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Era Panel, episode 21. Uh, this is our live, sort of live, uh, dance game discussion show. Uh, I'm one of your many uh, frequent panelists, uh, Jeff, aka Funga. We got also Dalton, Blue Chows. Yep, we got uh, it's the two of us. It's a small, uh, small setting. Unfortunately, Roger and James are uh, preoccupied this evening. It's Roger's fifth anniversary, yeah. so everybody go wish, wish Roger a, a Rich, happy Rish Watcher. Rish Watcher. Uh, yeah, but and then we we took last week off because I was sick and James was sick and. Everybody's busy, so... We thought everyone would show up this time, but... Yeah, but we're back with a jam-packed show for you. Yeah, this is... We got a lot to catch up on. We're ramping up right into KAC, so this is uh, this is going to be non-stop action, I think. Indeed. So first off, let's talk about Genesis 5. So, fighting game tournament that happened on the 20th uh, of January. It was here in Oakland. Yes. Or, well, Oakland is close to yes. us. <laughs> it wasn't that bad to get there. Um, and so, like, normally a fighting game tournament, they also had, like, a small arcade section, uh, hosted by GameSaru, um, Kenshan, for a lot of the, a lot of people who might know him, uh, really nice guy, brought a bunch of his cabs down, including two extreme cabs, so they had an actual legit extreme tournament, uh, which was amazing from my perspective. What did you think, Dalton? Yeah, it was really cool to go back and, like, like, enter an extreme tournament, um, and, I mean, so it was random caprice. So it had the the added element of having Marvelous in there, and actually we used Extreme Pro, um, at for the qualifier, so that helped cut down on some time. Yeah, it turns out when you just have perfects, everyone just ties on the qualifier over and over and over again. So you have to have some like yeah some way to break the ties. Sometimes you know you try to do three songs or something that takes forever. Sometimes people do uh, like just a normal non-stop set i think that's how storm did it yeah which takes forever yeah so you have four songs or whatever that you know everyone has to play just a seed um we're too good now yeah well you are well i don't know there's a lot of people who can triple a stuff on I, on I i didn't triple a either of the qualifiers that's fair so. <laughs> they're, they're they're also they were also hard they weren't yeah that simple it was San- sanko's marching and uh love to me love to me amd mix yeah yeah not disco yeah and i hadn't played saint in like five more than five years probably yeah. so um but yeah it was a really good tournament um jeff ended up winning Woo. what else is new uh, well it was it was close it was very close so uh i think i got like top eight um so actually we had a lot of entrants there we had to cap it at 48 i yeah. believe yeah um because there were so many people that pre-regged and, and we we're like wow who are all these people but it turns out that like a lot of them were just people that were there for the Smash tournaments, or there's like Splatoon and and other fighting games and stuff, who must have just seen DDR on the registration and be like, oh, I like DDR, and they, you know, so they paid the entry fee and entered, and yeah, it, so it was really cool to um, just kind of get all these other people who were interested rather than like the usual crowd. Yeah, I mean the th- the crazy thing to me is that there were a lot of there were at least I think two top level Smash players. Oh yeah, to- that- Toaf. Uh, well, Tof, he didn't enter. Oh, he didn't he? enter. Yeah, that's right. But, but he was there. He was uh, I think like Tafo Kins. Oh, I think yeah. Is his name? Tafo, yeah. Um, and someone else. I forget who, but they were like, well, we were streaming this on Twitch, and when their matches came up, you know, suddenly there was just a bunch of people in chat who we had never heard of before. <laughs> yeah. And who were like, going, go, you know, they're, they're cheering on. So I just find that weird that they're obviously, everything seems so obvious now, but there's an intersection between fighting games and music games. All of us have known that for years, but. The fact that, like, this was just, like, the perfect harmony of having a, a dance game tournament at a fighting game venue, which led, you know, people who were interested in fighting games, and in fact very good at them, to enter a DDR tournament. It just, I don't know why, but it was, like, this moment of realization that, like, wow, there's actually a lot of overlap here, and this is the perfect place yeah. to do an event. Yeah, because at, you know, traditional dance game tournaments, like, the only people there are the people who are interested in it to begin with. Yeah. Um, and like maybe random passerbys, you know, if you're in a mall or something. Um, but it's like, you're only going to go to the tournament if you're already like a fairly hardcore dance game player. Yeah. Um, whereas this was, you know, there's so many people who, who appreciate and understand like the competitive aspect of games there already. I mean, this, this was like a hundred thousand square foot, like convention. It was at the Oakland convention center. Like it was, it was massive. Like, 
Um, so there's, you know, all these people and all these different games competing that similar interest, but just a different game. But they, you know, they can walk by and appreciate and be like, oh, man, especially because it was extreme. That was. Yeah, a lot of people had the nostalgia already for it. For extreme. And then um, be like, yeah, no, we're having a tournament right now. And they're like, whoa, really? Like, oh, yeah, I used to play this song. Um, so I mean, it's just really cool you know, talking to people and kind of even filling them in about the, like, oh yeah, people still play. There's a new version that just came out. Go hit up Dave Buster's your round local, one. Go check it Dave, out. Like, your local Buster. Yeah. And they're like, oh man, I had no idea. Yeah. So, um, it was, yeah, it was just a really cool experience. And, and like you said, it was a moment of realization that we're like, man, like th- this is like a great pairing. Yeah. So I think like that might be a good way to go forward um that's my theory like 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 trying to pair these like music game tournaments or at least ddr tournaments with fighting game tournaments because the venue's already covered yeah basically i mean i don't know how the organization of the tournament itself worked but like it's not nearly the same as like for storm ddr storm where we had to like rent out the the ballroom at you know the resort there um like and the organizers had like front the cost themselves like that that's really difficult but to already have all that like taken care of and just kind of like latch on to this much bigger thing like yeah. it, like evos in the summer i think yeah like if we could get like ddr at evo like that would be super sick like yeah. ideally it would be uh ace but right now that's not really possible but yeah. extreme pro extreme pro really breathes like new life into the game and has the potential to like be the saving grace for these styles of tournaments because you wouldn't be able to get away with just a vanilla extreme tournament in 2018. Yeah, no. You know, I mean, I guess random Capri still still matters and stuff, but you have just more options now and everyone's familiar with extreme, so yeah, there's just there's a lot of like partnerships that I think could happen. We got I mean, Genesis was super nice to us. They retweeted a bunch of our uh, you know, tournament like stream links. Yeah. They host like Showdown GG hosted us on Twitch. Uh, you know, they took like professional photos of me and Chris and Roger, who were the top three. It was just like really strange to like. This is on the cusp of esports. Like, yeah, you know, we usually are doing all of this stuff ourselves, and to have kind of backing from an esports organization that already exists and has already worked out a bunch of the kinks. Yeah, and they already had sponsors. Like Nintendo was the sponsor of the event. Like, I, I was told that that was. M- Less of a sponsor, more of a license. Ah, but, un- uh, gotcha. but yes. <laughs> well, their logo. Was their logo <laughs> was everywhere. <laughs> yes, at least it wasn't like some shady back backroom, you know. Yeah. Stuff going on. But I'm yeah. I mean, it's just a really cool experience and and a learning experience, I think, for us. Um, and just kind of everyone involved of kind of where where this can go and how to approach it, yeah. rather than just trying to do these things like sort of by ourselves. Because um, of course, you know, like. There's not going to be just Splatoon tournaments, or if they are, they're on a much smaller scale. But, yeah. like, Splatoon was, like, pop at this fighting game tournament. It's a different genre of game, but, like, it still fit in there. Um, it, and, you know, they had commentators. Like, we had commentators at our booth, too. But um, it, it was just so cool to watch, and people cheering and, and you know, so excited. Um, it was just really cool. We need salt cams for DDR. <laughs> Seriously, like, mounted on the side of the machine. Yeah, well, we need, like, people holding cameras, I think, because that's how Splatoon did it. When, like, the other team would lose, you know, they'd, like, they'd zoom over their faces and like, their despair. They'd be like, oh, and they'd, like, throw their headphones off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, we need salt cams for for DDR. I mean, honestly, you could just mount face cams to the side of the machine. Yeah, yeah. I think that might work. And then we'd look ridiculous 100% of the time. Yeah, that's the worst angle. (laughs) Yeah, it's really bad. (laughs) Anyway, uh, speaking of DDR esports, we got an interesting, I mean... There's an, it's an interesting announcement, first of all. Like the There's the new dance game that we've uh, mentioned a couple times. It went through a bunch of different names. It's now settled on Dance Rush Stardom. It's Konami's new uh, rhythm game. It's also called Shunithem by some people because it's basically Chunithem, which is a Sega music game, um, but on a, a stage uh, with your feet rather than with your hands. Yeah, so it from what I've seen, it's like a big sort of just flat 
stage that you stand on. Yeah, it's like a mat, you know. There, there's no buttons or anything really, but it it must just use motion tracking or pressure. It's either pressure sensors or there's a connect involved or something. I'm not sure yeah. exactly. It looks like there's crazy like LEDs and stuff, yeah. and so. But yeah, you kind of have to m- move around the pad. It's it's much more similar to actual dancing than DD- or dance evolution kind of yeah. style rather than DDR style. Yeah, lots of sort of b-boy moves i guess like yeah. like a lot of you shuffle back like, and yeah forth a lot of shuffling sliding your it, was, feet. it was called shuffle dancers for a while no oh, well there you go yeah but the so the important thing so konami released this like investor report thing and was talking about how uh you know this is the 20th anniversary of ddr which thank god they acknowledged it um and so like in celebration uh they're going to be pushing you know dance rush stardom that's coming out in march uh whether or not round ones in america will get it is we're not sure yet maybe um, presumably it's going to be at KAC. Uh, they had Nostalgia last year before it was uh, actually released, so they might do a similar thing. Uh, I think it's also location testing in Osaka. Basically, I'm, I hope I get to play it once while I'm there. <laughs> um, but and maybe it'll come here, which would be great. But yeah, they they mentioned like they're really you know doubling down on like their dance games or something. They they said that like there's an S at the end. Uh-huh. I'm not sure if because Japanese like there was it was a translation from English I think an official translation, but like there's no plurals in Japanese really so it could mean that they're just focusing on dance rush stardom it could mean that they're gonna be like they have plans for other music games besides DDR and Dance Rush it's kind of unclear we're we're hopeful yeah but I skeptical mean, they also mentioned the word esports so it's like yeah ooh, but i think they also think that kac is esports so yeah no because uh somewhere on the website that i was looking for or yeah on konami's website it actually says like konami arcade championships is like the premier es- e- yeah. esports event yeah so not exactly but it, but they're trying yeah like if if that's their idea of esports eh. it's not great but at the same time like what i'm trying to convince certain people is Konami's a monolithic company, like, they're this massive organization, you know, they're gonna move more slowly than, you know, the PUBGs and the League of Legends of the world, like, those things are, you know, they, they sort of have this, um, the, the, kind of very the, organic success. Well, and, right? like, startup culture. Yeah, sort exactly, of you can move faster. This yeah. is a, ja- like, not only is it a huge company, but it's a Japanese huge company, and ja- if there's anything Japanese people are known for, especially in corporations, it's moving very, very slowly. Uh, there's not too much innovation going on uh, at Konami headquarters, unfortunately. Yeah, but we're hopeful, and I think like I think any amount of uh, like even if the rules or format isn't like perfect right off the bat, like any amount of of tournament series or something, like even if it was quarterly, um, sort of online series or something, uh, just to get people more interested and and you know, get people to play more, invest more in DDR, whether that's in America or in Japan, hopefully both. Um, like, I think it's good. Yeah. Um, no matter what, like, it, it's good to see more competition. So yeah. uh, that's kind of what we're hoping for. Yeah. In other news, we have two brand new songs for the uh, Valentine's Day event and White Day event, um, also known as Wihit. With with today event with today yes there was a typo on the folder in in English when they translated it Great. yeah so what is White Day okay so well I'm gonna I'll actually explain Valentine's Day first so in Japan Valentine's Day is a day where uh, women give men gifts mm. it is kind of the op like usually I mean Valentine's Day in America is a lot of like you know mutual exchange but this is like you know, if you're a Japanese schoolgirl, like, you get some chocolates and you give it to... It's mainly chocolates. You give it to the guy that you like. And then on White Day, which is uh, one month after, so March 14th. Also known as Pi Day. Also known as Pi Day. Which... But that doesn't work in the way Japanese do dates. It's it's true. So. Um, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then the guys reciprocate and give girls gifts. Mm. Uh, usually chocolates, I think, again uh so yeah they're like last year it was just a valentine's day event i guess they're broadening horizons they still just gave us two songs um they came out yesterday so so which ddr character would you give chocolates to for white day oh emmy for sure okay assuming that she gave me some to begin with you know uh, on valentine's day you gotta <laughs> can't can't have this uh unrequited love that's, that's no bueno 
So what, what songs we got? We got, okay, the first one's a song called Chocolate Philosophy. It's a good song. Uh, really interesting BPM. It's 110. Mm-hmm. It's 220 in some other... Music. Like, it's from Pop... Or no. Uh, the other one's from Poppin'. I forget what Chocolate Philosophy's from. Yeah. Um, I should have le- researched this. But, but yeah, 110 BPM kind of swing yeah. beat. Um, so actually... I got my first MFC yesterday. You did. Very very good. Congratulations. Uh, Sight read, MFC. Uh, yeah, I had looked at you the looked chart. You looked at the chart. I, yeah. I watched the YouTube video of the chart yeah, yeah, yeah. beforehand. But first try. Yes, first try. Just sort of surprised myself. I was like, oh, hey, look what happens if I play a 10. Yeah, and we were actually talking about how earlier... Yeah, like we were... literally earlier in the day, like, it, you know, we were talking with some friends about how, like, I didn't have any MFCs. And I was like, yeah, I don't really play anything, like, less than 14s that much. And then plays play, a ten. And play a ten and MFC at first try. I remember like a year and a half ago, we were we were playing Ace in uh, round one, and you got one on Fever. Yeah. Like, I was I had like four and like <laughs> nine on it at the time, and you get one on it, and I was like, oh man, you're close to an MFC. And then here we are, <laughs> like a year and a half later. Yeah. Finally got one. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I think if I just actually sat down and played some easier stuff more and like really tried MFC stuff, I could, but. It's not. It's nice a, to, but you just got one for free. Yeah. Like but, now, but, now it's like it's you don't have to worry about my, yeah, the first one. Yeah. Exactly. So <clears throat> that's great. Um, and then the other song. So, all right, well, Chocolate Philosophy has a ten uh, expert, a ten expert, and then a twelve challenge. Yeah. Which so, is a thirteen on double. So the the ten experts just eighth notes at one ten BPM, um, and then the the challenge uh, adds in some twelfth note. Uh, tw- what are they? Twenty fourths, I guess. Swing notes. I guess they're twenty fourths. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's it's just swing time, you know, fun time. Yeah, it's still pretty easy. Nothing too complicated. Um, it's fun though. Yeah. So, uh, and the other song, High School Love, which is um, grinning ear to ear as I say that because High School Love is one of my favorite songs from. These are all like crossovers from. They're both crossovers from other games. Uh, High School Love was from Poppin originally. It's in 2DX as well. Just really, it's Yoshitaka. It's a very upbeat song with great vocals, 180 BPM. Uh, there's a 13 for it uh, in DDR now, and it's a good 13. It's, a, it's just solid fun. Like I'm, I was nervous because it's such a like it has such a special. Like I used to play it in Poppin all the time. That was basically every set I'd have to play High School Love once, and the charts just really really fun. Um, I was nervous they were gonna mess it up a little bit, but no, it's great. Yeah, it's actually no, a lot of fun. It's yeah, it's solid. It doesn't get really repetitive or boring or anything it, it follows the music nice yeah it's good um it's a nice up down drill your favorite yeah yeah i i got three in the up down drill and didn't mfc it so that's womp, cool womp womp uh that's fine though um so yeah go play those new songs they're an extra savior so uh you, you just have to extra stage just play them pass them you'll get them you'll unlock them yeah so you have to unlock the expert for chocolate philosophy first and then you can get the challenge and separated on double and single. So if you want double, you have to play those. On there. double. Yep. So that sucks, but whatever. Um, what else we got? Um, we're ramping up to, to KAC. Indeed. This is our last episode for a little while. Maybe. We, yeah, so uh, I don't know if Thursday is the day I'm landing. Which, so we normally record on Thursdays. Thursday's the day I'm landing at like 7.30 p.m. And I'm not doing an episode two days before case. Yeah, so. no. So, um, but maybe if we can somehow get people together a couple days after KAC, um, we'll try and record something somehow. Yeah, I think I'll, it would be nice to do a, like a quick post-game, post-KAC, you know. Yeah, uh, and maybe we could t- talk to Chris and, and yeah. um, I don't know how much use having... Japanese people on would be if they can't. actually that'd be really cool well we could we can make something happen yeah maybe so so we'll we'll try and wing it um if we can yeah uh but yeah we're I mean we're gonna be very busy got plans going everywhere in it's, Japan. it's vacation for a lot of us so um yeah gonna eat lots of curry I'm already thinking about it I can't stop thinking about it actually it's consuming my life <laughs> Curry reacts only. Yes. Um, so. So why don't you run us kind of through what's going to happen day of? Oh right, we have a. Oh, that's the thing I wanted to talk about earlier <clears throat> is uh, we had the finals, the area finals. Oh, true. That completed yes. for uh, for both Eastern and Western Japan. So so what happened was for those of you who are uh, who are uh, a little forgetful or didn't listen to the past episodes, let me break it down for you. 
Um, so Japan had technically uh, 14 people qualify, quote unquote, for KAC, in addition to Chris, who's the defending champion, so he got auto-invited, uh, me being the, the first seed from America, Fafem's the first seed from Korea, and this guy Renon, who's the first seed from Asia. Um, so then besides that, there are 14 Japanese players, seven in East Japan and seven in West Japan. And what they did, and this was, they did this for uh, DDR, 2DX, and Sound Voltex. So they had like a preliminary sort of qualifier event for the areas uh, last weekend. So they brought the seven players from Eastern Japan, they did that one day, and then seven players from Western Japan did that the other day, and streamed it live on YouTube, which was really cool to watch. And basically, two players from East Japan moved on to KAC. They'll meet up in the semifinals with a bunch of us and one player from West Japan. So uh, the way that it worked was sort of uh, the top seed, from, like the, the first place finisher in both Eastern and Western Japan didn't have to play in this like first round, which is actually very similar how it works in semifinals and finals in KAC. Um, so Brosoni sat out and Zero Wolf sat out. They were the top uh, for Western and Eastern Japan respectively. And then uh, everyone else played, like the top two moved on, the top three moved on, and then they whittled it down to either two or one. Um, so the results were that uh, from Eastern Japan, Zero Wolf and Hoshikechi were the two people who uh, advanced. And then in a kind of an upset, Western Japan, uh, Yudai won. Uh, a lot of people, I was expecting Brosoni to win. Yeah. Since he's sort of, you know, classically been the strongest player in Japan, quote unquote. And... Uh, just seeing him, you know, there, I was like, oh yeah, of course he's he's got it. He was also like the top finisher for the actual KSC qualifiers, so it seemed kind of obvious that he would he would make it. But and it was close. It was really really close. But Yudai ended up uh, beating him by one point in yeah. this like ranked system. Yeah, um, I think Brasoni might have been kind of nervous though. Yeah, don't you? Uh, yes, of course. He had, he has, well, Brasoni had something else on his mind. <laughs> he did. He, uh, so afterwards, uh, after the, uh, the, the results were announced, he actually proposed to his girlfriend, Shizuka, who, and they're two of my best friends. I always love hanging out with them in Japan and, uh, seeing them, like, she accepted, they're gonna get married. It's crazy. And it was like, about... it was live on stream, too. It yeah. Was, it was like, after, like, like, they were doing the results, kind of, and they were, like, interviewing him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, so he, like, called her over, sort of. Yeah. And it was all, like, live on stream. It was really cute. Yeah, it was... I, I basically cried. Um, they're two of my favorite people in the universe, and uh, wishing them nothing but the best. Yeah. So, I don't think he was too upset about losing. Ah. Uh, um, mm. But it's great for Yudai. Um, yeah, it changes things a lot, actually, because I don't really know what he's good at. mm and now I have to know. Like, Brosoni, I was like, okay, you know, he's probably going to pick Dead Angry Radar Special again, like he did last year. Um, or, you know, maybe Neutrino or something. He's pretty good at Neutrino. Um, but now this sort of throws a wrench into, uh, into at least my plans in terms of what I'm preparing for. <laughs> yeah. I, and, I mean, it just kind of shows that uh, anything can happen. Like, especially with the, the sort of point ranking system. Yeah. Where if you're the first place finisher in the group you get 10 points for that song second place nine third place eight fourth place seven whatever yeah that's only in the finals though oh is it yeah yeah so the the semi-final so to to keep going with the with how this this works there's a semi-final round at kac um which is 210 or it's actually two it's the night of the ninth for most of us in the uh, western hemisphere um so there's six players in that it's gonna be me uh, Zero Wolf, Hoshikechi, Yudai, Fafems, and Renon. Uh, two people get to pick a song. It's random. We're not sure who those two people are right now. I don't know when they're going to announce that. Or like if if everybody's going to like put a song in a hat and then they and draw. And they draw. Two. We don't know. Um, we'll have to find out. But uh, that is a cumulative EX scoring. So just like how it was last year. Ah, uh, gotcha. Um, the top top three combined EX score. Uh, people will move on to the finals where Chris will be waiting as the final boss. And then there, those three people pick a song. Uh, so Chris doesn't get a pick. And from there, it's that ranked EX scoring. Yeah. But but in, in the preliminary, it was also the the ranked scoring. Because, yeah, I think for the, for the, the second part yeah, of that. Yeah, for the second part. The yeah. first part because, was still Yeah, Rossoni yeah. lost 20, 
was, seven to twenty. It was twenty nine to twenty eight. Twenty nine to yeah. yeah. So he got ten nine and nine, and the other guy got and you got ten ten and nine. Yeah. Um. So it's very interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, that's gonna be how KAC works. Um, we can talk about predictions. We can talk about concerns. We can talk about anything that's not. Hey Jeff, what have you been practicing? Because it's all a secret. Yes. Yeah. Everyone's asking me. Why are you asking me? It's a secret. I don't understand. Why would I tell you? Uh, who knows if we had if Fafems is listening in yeah. intently. Yeah. Um, well, so speaking so, of Fafems, I mean he's been practicing a lot. He's been killing it. Yeah. It's a good thing KAC doesn't involve double because yeah. it would be game over, man. He he got a nine nine three K on possessions CDP, which is a nineteen on double actually. Um, there's one more nineteen on double. It's kind of fun to think about. And it's possession. And that's the first soft AAA of any 19 on double ever. And he did it no problem. Yeah. And there's a gif of him double stepping it and it's the yeah. most mind-bending thing in the <laughs> it, universe. If, yeah, if you're familiar with possession at all, it has the sort of 12th notes at the end. And uh, it's rough. But it's across two paths. Yeah, exactly. With like jacks and step jumps and oh my god. Yeah, it's, it's rough. And he like double steps it with like one leg on each pad basically. Yeah, and it, and like green combos it. Yeah, like basically. almost PFC is that part. Yeah, I think he only got like one miss. Oh my god. It's, and it's not even, it wasn't even in that section. Yeah, it was in the run. Oh uh, my yeah, god. Yeah, it's, it's disgusting. Go watch the video of that. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's ridiculous <laughs> ridiculous yeah i i just i can't even like pass 17s on double it's so hard it's so tiring he just has unlimited stamina which i was eight, even eight, 19 eight. again yeah oh my god um so so who do you think who's kind of your prediction of of who the three that are going to move out of that round it's got to be fems is definitely getting out um i think i'm getting out from there, it's kind of a toss-up. It's really going to depend on who whose picks come up. Yeah, so, like, so that, like, the I think the rules this year are better than they were last year. Yeah. We kind of discussed this before, but the one thing that is very weird and not, it doesn't feel super competitive, I guess, or it doesn't, it is that this aspect of randomness. Yeah. That, like, I don't know if Konami doesn't realize, like, how big of an advantage song choice gives you. Yeah um or what but like to just be like oh all you you know everybody gets get you know gets an equal chance of picking a song whether yeah. whether you finished like first in the u.s or if you finished you know whatever it was third in japan or something yeah that's the thing i mean like the last year at least for the song picks for semis it made a little bit more sense because it really it was the the top two second seeds got to pick a song so neither the wild card nor the the uh the worst second seed got to pick so that's like okay i understand that um like you're rewarded for doing well yeah yeah yeah. like not only do you qualify but like it shouldn't just be your goal to qualify you should also try to get the best score uh here other than qualifying at least for me fafems and renon there was no advantage to um being better comparatively than anyone else you know like fafems locked in his first position he had no incentive to try to beat my score because nothing in the rules. I mean, like, I don't even know. If, I don't know, really know if the rules were out. I guess they weren't at the time, but rewarded for. Uh, yeah, exactly. For for not doing anything. Yeah, these are the kind of things that would be nice to know ahead of time. Yeah. I mean, not that it would have made a difference in this this case. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so now, yeah, having two songs be random, like you know, if Zara Wolf gets a song pick and. Uh, you know, like Hoshiketchi or something, like that throws it for a loop, you know? It's like they have a much higher chance now of getting out. Um, cumulative EX, I'm not a fan, but it will play into this, you know? Um, too many people picked Valkyrie Dimension CSP in the West Japan final, so uh, a little nervous about that. Over the period challenge was picked. Like these, you know, Japanese players were not they messing around. They weren't shying away. Yeah, especially, I mean, especially with EX score, like, that's more viable, but in the final round, like, 17s uh, yeah. could potentially be more viable because it's just if you win by any margin. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so there's going to be very distinct, like, I'm thinking right now to myself, I'm going to have very distinctive picks. Like, my, they don't really overlap because there's an optimization for, you know, beating someone by a lot and an optimization for beating someone at all. 
yeah, and consistently being able exactly. to beat someone. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it, it honestly could go any way. Yeah. Um, it's just depending. I, I, it relies very heavily, I think, on the song picks. Yeah. Um, maybe not to Fafems because 19s are kind of his jam. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm like. That's what I'm getting at. Like, I, I think Fafems has no trouble getting out because I think no matter what gets picked, he is pretty much leagues above of everyone on, like, anything that I'm good at, he's at least comparable. Any like, But the things that I'm bad at, like, someone else is better than me at. No one's really better than Fafems. Yeah. In any, like, real tactical, like, something that would make him get fourth. Like, that just doesn't, it's not it does not happen. compute. Like, yeah. So, uh... Should be very interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be fun. I'm gonna get my shirt. I like getting a KAC shirt. I'm gonna not. Uh, I'm gonna like not tumble dry it this time, so I can actually maybe wear it more than once. Uh, they oh, shrink. Did it shrink a bit? They it's really shrunk. It's really sad. I can't wear it outside. Oh. It's a Japanese large, and it like I get a little midriff going on if I. Uh, That's cute. Yeah, you it's should, really. You should just turn it into a crop top. Yeah. Ex- oh man, that'd be great. <laughs> no, ain't nobody want to see that. That's no. Let's put that away. There's probably somebody out there. Maybe. We'll see. Um, uh, what else we got? So, I mean, so finals, uh, Femmes versus Chris, since those are the only two that we know pretty sure right now are making it. Uh, yeah. Like, how do you think that would shake out? I, I, I'm going to I'm gonna make a, I'm going to say a little hot take right now. I think Femmes is going to win this year. Yeah. That's, that's my, that would be my prediction. Probably just because, like, as good as Chris is, not having a song pick hurts him way more. Oh, that's true. Like, it's... The reason that last year was so close was that both Fafems and Chris got their song picks, and even then it was only 30 difference, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, Fafems could have taken it if he didn't mess up the middle of Paranoia Revolution as bad as he did. Now, remove that, like, 100 EX that... Or... Or I guess Chris was down by like 35 EX or something yeah. going into egoism. So he won by like 65. That's gone. Yeah. He does not get egoism. Like that matters, right? Mm. And I yes, it's it's still it's cumulative EX, so or uh, it's a uh, it's ranked EX. So there's a chance he can just like like if he is second on my song and second on Fafems' song and maybe like first on the third person song, then uh you know, he could win very easily Mm -hmm. that is still a tall order yeah i mean even even that's the thing is that even messing up one song i mean it's the same with ex but i mean if you mess up one song you get fourth yeah like that's it yeah it probably based on the results from the area finals yeah it kind of looks like like the scores were mostly like 29 to 28 and then someone had like 23 yeah you know it's not really close uh like yeah there's a big gap there yeah i mean just by the nature of the way it was kind of the same with idola too the the online tournament that used a similar thing yeah that was a little bit weird waiting but yes yeah um yeah it was just kind of like a a much larger distribution yeah so um what honestly i like this is really going to come down to the third person i think like so let's let's assume for a second that it's at least me fafems and chris in the finals that third person or that fourth person um the third person that makes it out of semis could play spoiler like if they pick a 17 i might win mm-hmm. because i can probably ma better than the others yeah so if i win my pick especially cold yeah if i win my pick and this guy's pick you know and then i get second or third like 29 or 28 well it's that's a win mm-hmm. but if he picks a 19 then fafems wins you know like like or if he picks <clears throat> egoism maybe chris wins like yeah. this person kind of like, almost feels like they can decide it, because I don't think that person can win. Mm-hmm. So you're really just playing spoiler at that point. And that's what's going to be crazy to me. Like, if it's... Yeah, I mean, maybe they have, you know, if it's two... I mean, I guess it wouldn't be two Japanese people. It could be if I don't make it. You that, know. That's true. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if one, you know, if there's two Japanese players that make it, and one of them goes, hey, I'm not going to win but I want you to win or I want you to have a better chance. Like what song do you want? Me yeah. To I mean, I, I've been, you know, thinking about that, like the whole collusion thing. Like it's totally possible. Like me and Fafems could talk yeah. about, you know, what we should pick. I'm, we're not doing that. Yeah. Partially because we can't speak the same fucking <laughs> language, but also it would be rude and mean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there is that, um, like 
there is the potential for, like, I, I think this is my strategy, and I think this should also be Fafemza's strategy, but, like, I think Chris has the, the best chance of, like, doing, like, average to very well on all of our songs. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I think it's in Fafemza's best interest. Like, Fafemza should be more threatened by Chris than he is of me. So it's in Fafemza's best interest to make sure that, like, he gets first on his song pick, I get second, and Chris gets third. Mm. And then my thinking is very similar of, like, I want me to get first, and then... Chris gets second. Chris gets second, and Fafemza gets third? Like, or, yeah, something like that. Or, or I would want Chris to also get third. I don't I don't actually... It's, it, it's, it, it's different for me, but certainly for Fafemza, I think it's, it makes more sense for him to pick something that I might execute okay at. Knowing that he can just beat me on the other ones. Yeah. So there's a lot of like strategy that's it's going like, into it's this like, pick. Yeah, it's a lot of mind games. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, so that's that's oh man. This is getting it's a little spicy, you know. Like, I have a hard enough time like vetoing songs like, in card draw tournaments yeah. that I'm like I'm like uh eh, whatever that one. But man, yeah, having to like sort of stew on your song picks yeah. for. I guess what I'm getting at is like. It's not just in everyone's best interest to pick their best songs. Yeah. You also have to take into account what everyone else is good at. Yeah. Because you don't want to win your song pick. You also want to, like the people that need to lose your song pick, need to really lose. Mm -hmm. So there's that really interesting dynamic there. I don't know. I think it's I think it's. Great. Yeah, I mean, it, it requires a lot of knowledge of the other players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like you were saying, you don't know you die that well. Yeah, I don't, and I don't know who's going to be... The in the fourth, in the final, so like it's person. hard. You have to prepare for everything. Yeah, you, you have know? to have plan A, B, yeah. C. Yeah, like at least last year, if I made it, I was like, if I make it out of semis, I'm I lost all autonomy at that point. I don't get a song pick in finals. Yeah, that's true. And I know who's in finals, so I'll just practice the songs that I think they're gonna pick. Now it's kind of the whole, you know, thing's been shaken up. You know, mm -hmm. there are a lot of different ways that this could go, and preparing for all of them is quite challenging. It'll be exciting to watch. Yeah. I'm excited I get to be there to yeah. watch it. I'm, I'm... I will be dying. I'm going to... I have my Fitbit. It okay. has my heart rate. Okay. My, like, I'm going to, like, screenshot that graph of my heart rate. Like, I'm not even playing. I'm just watching. Yeah. But I know that my heart rate's going to, like... It's hype as hell. It's going to, like, skyrocket just, like, watching this all go down. Yeah. So, I'm hyped. Um, they haven't announced uh, the times yet. Um, I think yeah. DDR is last on Saturday, though. Is it? Uh, Bamani, so Bamani Style tweeted, like, these are the games on Saturday, these are the games on Sunday, and they linked to Konami's website, but I couldn't quite find where exactly it said that, but at least on Bamani Style's tweet, they, they put DDR last. Interesting. Um. Wasn't last last year. <clears throat> yeah, so there was, like, four games. Yeah. And DDR was last. Um, so... I don't know if that's in order of... That might have just been a list of the games on that day, not necessarily in that order. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I would also, like... Well, for anyone who's who's interested, there's... A lot of people hold viewing parties. Like, that's what happened last year. A lot of people got together Friday night and, you know, gathered around a big TV or projection screen or something and, and watched live. So I encourage you all to find people in your area that are watching because... There were so many cool moments, people cheering, you know, like American flags being wo woven around. And, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, Oliver said it best, I think, is this what sports feels like? Yeah, basically, like if you're not if you've never like rooted for I mean, it may be different now with esports and stuff like, oh, I'm rooting for this Overwatch team. But like if you're never really into sports, you don't care who wins the Super Bowl. Like, but a lot of people like we're if we're dance game nerds, we, we care about. Yeah, know, this is the one. The one really big event of the year. So, um, highly encourage you to check it out. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, I'm sure that the link will be all over Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. Join the DDR players Facebook group if you haven't. Join the SF Evolve Discord. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm sure. I'll post that. We'll be posting in the announcements. There's an, a new announcements channel that I made to try to give announcements because that's probably something we needed to do. We should have announced and asked for questions tonight. Oh, that would have been good. Oh, well, we're still learning. <laughs> Indeed. Um, but I'll, I'll try to make sure I'm, I'm posting links there so it's really easy to get to all the information you need. Yeah. Um, um, is that about all we have to say about KAC? I think so. Without, that's... We're, without revealing any trade any, secrets. Any, any, any trade secrets, yes. So that like this, and this segues very nicely into the next day. So what happens after KAC, Dalton? Uh, the day after KAC is going to be another tournament. Oh my goodness uh, gracious. It's called Extra Exclusive. 
Um, it's mainly being organized by Hudson, um, Kaze. Um, and it's kind of meant for, like, since there's going to be all these great players in Japan at this time from all over the world um, for KAC, just, like, so many people, especially from the U.S., that are going there just to watch and cheer on, like, but they can't compete in KAC itself, you can, there's this other opportunity to compete. Um, so, which is kind of exciting for me. So I've been trying to play. There's a qualifier set. Uh, qualifier ends um, Monday. I don't know exactly what time or if that's Japan time or here time, but yeah, February uh, 5th is the last day to submit your qualifier. Um, you have to play a set of endorphins. Is it endorphin or endorphin? Just one, just one endorphin. Okay. Well, yeah, like you said, there's no plural in... Yeah. 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 Endorphin. Um, I guess it's like dopamine, huh? Uh, endorphin, monkey business, and triple counter. Yeah. Uh, it's a pretty rough set, for me at least. It's hard to be consistent on any of those songs. Uh, there's lots of opportunities to screw up. Um, so basically the way that you enter the qualifier is just play a set of those songs. You get a mulligan, so you can redo one of them on extra stage. Um, it's kind of nice. Uh, then you just tweet your score with um, hashtag, I think it's extra extra exclusive 2018. Um, there's a Facebook event for it. You can go search just like exclu- extra exclusive. Man, that's hard to say. Uh, on Facebook. And there's an event with uh, all the information. Um, so basically the top 16 qualifiers from the KAC rankings like automatically qualify um, if they're going. Um, and then the bottom 16, and they're capping it at 32. So the bottom 16 uh, are qualifiers from this qualifier period. Um, and it's open to anybody who qualified top 100 in KAC. Yep. Um, so I don't know how many Japanese players are going to stick around. Um, so, I mean, I, I really don't know if I'll even be able to qualify or not. It really depends. Because I finished around 54th in KAC qualifiers, so I don't know if... I, there's enough people not going to show up that I'm were, sure that, there will be. That, that could potentially be above me. So I don't know. Uh, we'll see. But I mean, it's going to be exciting to watch renting out like the entire, like what is it? Eighth floor or something. So it's in uh, Akihabara. It's uh, the Tri Tower Amusement Arcade. Yeah. Now it's called Eternal Tower or something. They Did ch- they really change the name? Yeah, they changed the name wow, of it. Wow, cool. Neat. Yeah. Um, Whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they have a white cab. It's good. Yeah, so rent, like renting out the entire floor, so gonna stream it. I think on SF Evolved on our Twitch. Is that us? I believe so. Oh, wow! I have no idea what's going on. Yep. I'm not doing. I'm not bringing anything to Japan. I'm not bringing my desktop. I'm not bringing my headsets. I don't care. I got enough to worry about. Well, I think I think uh, Steve Foster might be handling some okay. of that. Whatever, whatever happens, we'll we'll again we'll tweet out links. Even yeah. If it's not us that's running it. Yeah, we'll we'll make it work. It might just be on our channel. I don't know if that we're actually in charge of. Right, yeah, yeah. 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 <clears throat> but um, we'll let you know. Um, but yeah, so uh, just kind of an- another opportunity for people to compete. These people who, you know, a lot of Americans kind of felt at- left out, but they want to go to Japan anyway to go hang out and meet people and cheer on everybody at KEC. So this is just an opportunity while everybody's there anyway to get together and have another little tournament. Yep. Hopefully people aren't too tired from KAC the day before. We'll see what happens. Too, too stressed out. And hope nobody goes out and drinks too much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it should be fun. Um, so yeah, that's the Sunday following KAC. Yep. Um, Akihabara, Tokyo. If you're in town, come hang out with us. Yeah. Come check it out. And I made some sweet shirts. Oh yeah. I just, uh, is that actually happening? Uh, I sent the files to Hudson and he's sending them to a guy. I don't know. But hopefully there's some sick shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, excited for that. Cool. Looking forward. And then Jeff, what are we going to do on Monday? Oh, man. Well, we can't stop there. we got to have the fun times <laughs> keep rolling. So uh, as we've mentioned this before on previous episodes, we're having our first ever SF Evolved meetup. Not in SF, but in Japan instead, which is clearly the location uh, that you would expect. It's basically San Francisco. Yes. Uh, well, especially, well, this arcade evokes more of a Forbidden City, China kind of feel. Oh. We got, uh, the Kawasaki Warehouse, uh, it's also called Anata no Warehouse in, uh, in Kawasaki, Japan. And, uh, it's one of our favorite arcades. It's modeled after Forbidden City in China. It's a sick arcade. They've got two DDR machines. They've also got a ton of other stuff. Um, 
we picked that. We like James is a, a huge fan of that arcade. A couple of us have uh, tried to make it a point to go there regularly. So felt like a good place for our first ever meetup. Uh, so this is just going to be kind of a really casual come hang out with us, talk to us, you know, play some games with us. Uh, you know, we'll try to maybe we'll like solicit some questions, do a live Q&A, whatever we might be able to do based on the noise levels and mm-hmm. how much recording they'll let us do. Um, but, you know, it's a great opportunity for uh, for us to all hang out in person, because right now a lot of this is just like talking at a microphone and reading comments afterwards. But uh, actually having in-person communication is uh, is pretty cool. Yeah. I think one thing I need for Japan is a name tag. Hi, my name is Dalton. No, hi, my name is Blue Chows. Oh, okay, fair enough. That's fair. Well, And then in parentheses, Dalton. Dalton, yes. Much smaller. Actually, your legal name is Blue Chows, and yeah. Dalton is what you go by. I mean, that is what I put on my passport. That's going to that's gonna be... Yeah, Blue, Blue Chows. Chows. Runberg. Yeah, that's going to be okay, right? Absolutely. Okay, they'll let me on the plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet, no problem. Birth certificate, you know. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, so that's going to be a... a lot of dance games for three days it will be and then probably yeah. even the friday beforehand too so four days yeah yeah, yeah. I, I played the past two days and i'm sore i mean granted i played two 19s last night which whoa two 19s whoa, whoa. two 19s in one night <laughs> i keep thinking about how i'm gonna have to play like four 19s cold <laughs> yeah oh no <laughs> i hate it there's a really good image of uh, from the from the Eastern Japan finals of Hoshiketchi like oh, yeah. doing like a like the like downward dog or something you know kind of like a yoga pose after playing over the period cold. Yeah, he was he didn't look too happy. It was, uh, but he was wearing like short shorts and it made it really really yeah, funny. It's very good. He's he's a he's a character. Yeah, he looks he looks very fun. Uh, You'll have to wait. introduce me to all the people. Yeah, cause... I can't wait. It's gonna be so fun. So many people that are gonna be there, and I cannot wait. Oh, should be a good time. It's like three more days of work. I can't. I can't stop thinking about how much I don't want to go to work. I just want to be on a plane, go to Japan. It's gonna be great. Um, uh, and on a not as fun note, I guess. Um, before we end taps of the week, um, Carlos. Um, oh, right. s- some people may know him as Maniac Stepper, or E Stepper, or E Stepper. Yeah, true. Um, who's a player from Puerto Rico, actually, and he recently moved to Taiwan. He's been hanging out with Dr. D a lot. Um, he was hit by a car, um, last night? Yeah. A day, a day or two ago. Um, he's alive. He suffered some head injuries, cracked skull, fractured skull, it sounds like, but, um, there's no bleeding or anything. He didn't require surgery, but... He's in a lot of pain. Sounds like he has to be in the hospital for a couple days. Um, I, I think he was intending to go to KAC. Yeah, him and uh, Doctor D. Him and Doctor D. And now it's looking like that's probably not going to happen. So that's very unfortunate. Um, so just keep him in your thoughts or your prayers if that's your thing. Um, there's pray for a, all. Yeah, there you go. Pray for all. There's a uh, there's a GoFundMe set up that uh, I might put in the show notes um or you can go check out dr d's twitter um i think it's dr d vids yeah drd vids uh, yeah um just to and just wish carlos a quick recovery yeah um gotta look out for the dance game fam you know yeah uh it it could have been a lot worse yeah. so it sounds like there's not going to be any lasting damage or anything it sounds like so hopefully he'll be back on his feet and back on a they just got a white cab too yeah it was that, like literally that day that was the sad thing yeah, yeah. they because they had a red cab before and it was the monitor had issues and stuff so they're something so they're very excited to get a white cab and yeah so it's just really unfortunate timing um so yeah we wish him the best um and a quick and speedy recovery yes um so how about tap set of the week yeah um, you want to go I, over people first? Yeah. Uh, so last week, or I mean, I guess two weeks ago, um, when we had Chris on was our last episode. Man, that feels like a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Um, <clears throat> we had uh, Chris's pick was Elemental Creation. Uh, we had Private Eye. And do you remember the other one? Uh, it was, uh, God, the, the knee socks. Oh, yeah. Class Hime. Yeah. I always. Uh, <clears throat> That's why I couldn't remember it. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people 
it sounded like uh, made improvements on uh, Elemental Creation. At first, it was kind of like, oh, Chris, why would you pick a 17 or an 18? But people played it, and they're like, whoa, I got my first AAA, or I got my first full combo on a 17, or second full combo, or whatever. So um, it was kind of cool to have... A, Push the difficulty. I'm yeah, a little, yeah, yeah. A we'll 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 get there. Yeah. I'm still. I'm gonna start this next one off with a nine, but I'll let you. I'll get let you get to the people first. Yeah. yeah. Um. So everybody who played last week, uh, thanks for tweeting your scores in. Um. That was Soup, uh, Mason Bozeman, Ms. Nay twenty five, Watson Tung Jen Yatham, who uh, actually met at Genesis. Oh yeah. Yeah. I met a, a couple of people at. Genesis. Yeah. There was some. There were some massive involved uh, fans in the. Yeah. In the, in it was the crowd. very cool to meet people. Um. We got. Uh, let's see here. Alex uh, Davalos, uh, Phenomenal Ta, Magnet, um, who's a good friend from Vegas. Shoutouts to Magnet. Uh, Polyrath, The Kel, uh, Wicked Fedora, Kunal Des, Danav147, Tripping Contact, Toxic Jordan, Third Irony, Feelings Won't Fade, Nolan Card, and Zephyr101. So thank you to everybody who played our set last week, and t- or two weeks ago, over the past two weeks. Uh, and oh, that's the new extra extra exclusive song. Over the next two weeks. Over the yeah, yeah. it's the sequel to Over the Period. Yes, that's the nunch. Uh, yeah. So thanks for everybody playing. What do you got? What do we got this week, Jeff? So again, it's the only two of us. So I'm doubling up this time. Uh, my first song is Till the Lonely's Gone. It's from DDR X. It is the most underrated song in DDR. It's pop as hell. It's got a 16th run in it, even though it's a 9. I love it. Play it. What BPM? It's like 128. Oh, that's a that's foot speed. It is, it is It is quite spicy, if I do say so myself. But it, like, it's just, oh, such a feel-good song. I told Steven about it, and then he, like, immediately had to grind it out to MFC it. Like, we're, like, listening to it in the car. And he's like, song's so good. Like, yeah. DDRX actually had some good music in it. Surprisingly. Wow. And it also had some garbage. I was going to say, it's a hot take. Yeah, hot take. DDRX is good, actually. <laughs> no, I, I won't. I, even I won't go that far. Yeah. Um, a song from not DDRX uh, is Sola, which I just sort of picked on a random song. I was playing with some somebody at the arcade, and I was like, oh, let's play this. Uh, it's from DDR 2013. It's a 12, but um, I actually really liked it. Um, it sort of jazzy. Yep. It's very technical. It's yeah. A lot of 12 lo- notes. Yeah. Um, just interesting rhythms and stuff. Yeah. Um, sort of tricky 16ths and stuff. So, uh, it's a nice little challenge. Yeah. Um, it's good 12. I was, I was like, I, I, if somebody had asked me like, Hey, have you ever played Sola? I'd be like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Is that even in the game? Is that, is that song? I mean, honestly, I was going through the 2013 folder. I was like, I don't know any of these songs. 2013 is good. It's really good. Yeah. So I'll have to explore it a bit more. But I mean, that's kind of what this segment's for is yeah. to get people to go outside their comfort zone and, and find new songs yeah. and things. So um, yeah, Sola. Uh, I don't even know who it's by. Who's it by? It's a Japanese artist. Okay. It's in Japanese. And it's, I think it's from like uh, Gitadora. I think it was a crossover. I, I, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then we got one more. Third song. Starlight, Fan- Starlight Fantasia Endorphins Mix. Ooh. I love that song. Everyone knows the original Starlight Fantasia, but have you played the U1 version where, for some reason, it's with endorphins? I don't know. It's a little bit crossover. I don't know. I don't know. It's fun. There's lots of crossovers in it? Uh, huh. <laughs> there are, I think. There's at least one in the beginning that I always mess up. There's a few. It's a it's a tricky fifteen. It is a it is a tricky fifteen. Um, there's a speed up in the middle. Uh, it's down and then up down. That's it's like da da da. That's that's the. Eh, you don't have to look at Unstep Mania for forever. I just gave you the uh, the secret sauce that'll make you uh, PFC at first try. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, no, I actually still play Unstep Mania. Um, but it's really good and it's really early, unfortunately. So uh, if you get a lot of slows, that's why. Um, but it is just kind of streamy, good, uh, solid. Like just, I, I feel energized when I play it. It's uh, especially when the uh, the chorus comes in at that that speed up part. Just starts. I, I want to start, start dancing. It's a banger. It's a banger. Certified slapper. <laughs> anyway, so that's the three, and that's from what twenty fourteen? Yeah, twenty fourteen. Yeah. So uh, as always, uh, tweet at us um, with hashtag tap set of the week. You can follow us on Twitter at. Uh, at 
SF underscore evolved. We're on Facebook as well. Um, oh, there's a couple videos up from Genesis of the like final four matches, basically, um, where Chris beat you. Oh, yes. Uh, so uh, we, we forgot to actually address what happened at Genesis. Oh yeah, well yeah, we 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 were so excited about the rest of Genesis. Yeah, but, um, but there was it, it, it was very exciting that that uh, so Chris be- beat you in the winners finals. Yes, got Max Unlimited random. Against oh me. oh right yeah. So you that guys, was not fun. You guys each vetoed a set. Yeah, and then the third set that came out was Max Unlimited and Baby Give Me Your Love. Yeah, Baby Baby Give Me Your Love. Yeah, and Kakume and Rhythm and Police. So great. Yeah, that's a rough set. Um, yeah, but then you came back and won two straight yeah um it was pretty hype yeah so if you want to see all that spoiler alert sorry uh about who wins um yeah they're on our youtube channel which you can also subscribe to um i would like to put up more videos but it takes time to cut them and upload them and everything so uh if i get free time i'll try and upload some more maybe after kac we'll have a little bit more time to do that i i, I can't do it right now but yeah i do want to put more of those the top eight up yeah very true um we'll, um, get, we'll get around to it yeah so we got some questions really quick yeah real quick um this is a good, i mean just general besides kac what in japan are you most excited to do there coming from uh uh wicked fedora i know jeff's answer do you yeah good kokoichi well mainichi kokoichi i mean I mean, that, I, I honestly, I don't know. I feel like I'm excited to, I'm really excited to play uh, Dance Rush. I want to I wanna try it out. Um, I'm also uh, really excited to just see a bunch of the, like, I get, I get, I get to go to Kyoto this time, um, and Osaka, that kind of, you know, Western Japan area. And I'm really excited to go back to some of my favorite places that I used to um, hang out, my, my local hangout spots back when I lived there. Um, so... Yeah, I, I also, I mean, Coco is wonderful. It's it's very, very true. And that's sort of a, it's sort of a given that that's the thing I'm most excited about. But what about you, Dalton? Um, I, I've just never been out of the country before. So, like, I honestly don't even know what to expect. Um, I'm just kind of gonna, gonna go with the flow, whatever other people are doing. We're trying to uh, arrange a trip to Fuji Q Highland, which is like a amusement park, like roller coasters and stuff. That'll be cool. Um. There's nothing like one specific thing. I think I think it's just experiencing like a whole different country and culture. Like yep. I've never done that before, and like been immersed somewhere where I don't know the language. And I'm honestly not great at public transportation. <laughs> it's it's actually really really easy. So uh, that should be interesting. But um, yeah, I mean it's I, just the entire experience of being somewhere new. Um, just excited for that, and just to hang out with people from America and meet Japanese players. Um, there's, there's a couple of people on Twitter that like Japanese players that follow me and they'll like, like my photos, but you know, there's it, still something you haven't actually met in person. Yeah, there's still that disconnect. Yeah. And, and you know, even if we don't speak the same, same language, like just liking somebody's score is easy enough to like ha- have, be like, Oh, that person like knows who I am. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, Ginex Yasu. Yeah. He seems like a really nice guy. Like He's a very nice always guy. like replies to like people's scores and be like, Oh, good job. And things. So, um, I don't know if he's going to be there or not, but I think he is, um, be cool. Um, yeah. And just, should be a fun trip all around. Excellent. Um, uh, Zello asks, is there anything that would motivate you to play more doubles? Or if you play doubles regularly, then what keeps you coming back? Mm. So I don't play doubles regularly. Um, I have wanted to get into it. Um, I think for me, the hardest part about playing doubles is the lack of competition uh, for doubles. Like it's already kind of, like a niche thing in a niche game that's at select arcades in the U S like it's a little unfortunate that, um, you know, there, there are so few people that want to put up double scores. And I certainly like for me personally, I think I could, I could improve a lot. And if I just tried a little bit, like get the, you know, 14 clear lamp or the 15 clear lamp and just like go through and start trying to PFC stuff. Um, but there, there's the, just not as much like competition yeah like really. it, it's just it's harder like at least with with uh i mean this is the case in japan as well like or korea i mean for fems yes he plays doubles but you know like the ultimate limits of the game 
are really pushed on singles. And so you uh, really can get a sense for like what the maximum achievable thing is on singles. And I've gotten like some world records on doubles for just like playing something, getting like six perfects on it. And it's like, that's a world record. It's like, okay, I guess. But like people could beat this, you know? So it's, it almost, it doesn't feel as satisfying for me mm-hmm. when I, you know, on singles, if I get a world record, like that is a song that everyone plays and everyone's tried it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that's better than everyone else. So it's like, there's a lot of personal satisfaction there. Mm-hmm. Um, doubles is also hard. It, it's very tiring. And I don't have, yeah, I don't have, I mean, I maybe I need the stamina um, for other things. I mean, maybe that's why FFMs has so much stamina. Yeah, exactly. It plays lots of pump doubles. So it's definitely something I want to break into. I also don't really think that doubles on DDR is as interesting as pump doubles. True. Um, some of the charts are, are really, really good, but some of them, like, you look at Possession CDP, it's like, okay, I never want to play that. <laughs> but that's, of course, on one very extreme end of the spectrum. Yeah. Um, I enjoy playing double. Um, I actually haven't really played that much on Ace, just because I'm still focusing on single so much. Um, but a lot of times, like, if I'm at a private residence or something where the game's more... I don't have to pay for it. And that's another thing is like, even if it's doubles premium, like I feel like my time and my money's better spent focusing on single for me where I can yeah. like make more improvements uh, or like more meaningful improvements, I guess. Um, but like, I just like playing double. Like, like I said, if I'm just at somebody's house or at a, a convention or something and there's a machine open, I'll, I love playing doubles. Um, yeah. I mean, for a while I was like trying to pass, I passed like antimatter, challenge like at 18 um so i mean i was like kind of pushing myself for 17s and 18s I'll, um uh paranoia K- ks ks team oh that's double. that's a really good one it's a very fun double chart uh like playing that one at 17 also um so yeah just kind of stuff like that but as, yeah as far as like it's just not as satisfying kind of like you were saying um i think there's i i would have to play it more to, like, get to the point where I would have, like, specific goals. Yeah. Um, in order to, like, for it to be rewarding. Um, yeah. Oh, it's kind of... It's interesting to think about, like, what would really make me play doubles more. But, I mean, there's still so much left to be explored for me on singles. Yeah. So. I'm excited if, if the next version of TDR comes out and, like, that's a good time for me, I think, that I might switch to double a little bit. Try to... Because... They tend to reset clear lamps and stuff mm-hmm. um, between mixes. And so I don't really want to start playing double and then have all my like lamps gone. So at least it might be nice to start it right when the new mix comes out and then start building <clears> up You know that. I, I actually do have a lot of lamps on double and I tried to... Like I had a goal of PFCing everything that I could on single and double. And so I have a lot of um, stuff like 15 and below PFC'd. But I do need to do a lot of work to, to break into the upper ones. So, uh, Watson, Tung John Yotham, uh, basically asking, what are some other good places to go for food in Japan? I honestly don't know. <laughs> you just all just only go, go to Koga? Well, okay. The, the fun thing about Japan is that, like, every hole-in-the-wall area you go to, like, has delicious food. It's crazy. Like, you just, I just walk down the street and there's a ramen shop and I'm like, okay. And it's the best ramen you've ever had. Yeah, I mean, it, Chris was just saying that, like, uh... Even even the food from 7-Eleven. Oh, 7-Eleven's like, great. Yeah, he's like, even the food from 7-Eleven's like amazing. It's like, he's like, everything I ate in Japan was amazing. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. You go uh, to like the top of a, like a, like, like train stations, for example, have tons of restaurants because you have people going in and out of there all the time. So you have really, really great restaurants. I went, I went to the top of Sapporo Station and had like the best sushi I've ever had. It's like, there's actually not that many, like, there are chains of, like, McDonald's and Burger King and Cocoa, I guess. Um, but, and there's actually, the other chains that are very popular are Yoshinoya, Matsuya, Sukiya, and that's, a, those are the, like, some of the main ones, like, Beef Bowl places, they have curry a lot of the time, too. Those are good. Those are cheap. Oh, Nako's another one. Um... Those are, I mean, I love all the chains. Yeah, so. I mean, it, it's, it's a shame that Roger's not here because he, he has, like, a whole list of all these ramen places he's going to go. But none of those are chains. That's just a... Yeah, uh, that's true. Like, you really have to, like, seek out some of these. There are, there's, like, one place... It says chains and restaurants. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. So, okay, I'll give you, I'll give you a sneak preview of the best beef bowl place that I've ever had. It's called Maruha no Karubidon, and it's in, there's one 
between Okachimachi and Akihabara, and you have to walk there, but it's fine because it's like the best freaking beef bowl that I've ever had. I, I They have four locations. One of them is in Hokkaido. That's where I had it for the first time. And then th thankfully there's one like 15 minutes walking away from where we're going to have extra exclusive. Okay. So that is absolutely happening that day. Good. It is such good. Oh my God. Just beef bowls in general. It's just rice and egg and scallions and beef. Just put them all together. Mix it up. Eat it. Delicious. Man, I'm hungry now. Yeah, it's wonderful. We're, you're we're, not gonna... I was going to say, we need to go get food now. No, uh, well, I already ate, but uh, but you can get food. And I will be thinking... I'll be dreaming about Coco next week. Um, I think we got... Yeah, time for one more here. Um, uh, just to sort of summarize the long question, but uh, tips for keeping a clear mind while you have a specific goal... Um, they were trying to triple A romancing lair, but in the last attempts, I just couldn't focus since I got distracted by things around me. Um, and I mean, this is a good question because you were kind of having this issue last night. A little bit, yeah. E even that there was lots of, uh, loud, loud drunk guy and people playing air hockey and stuff. Shouting, so yeah. yeah. Love it. So how do you, how do you keep a clear mind? Uh, you gotta usually play something else. Like I, I was switching off from the song I was trying to grind out. Um, and just try a little, some, something else kind of cleared my mind a little bit. Mm -hmm. I just think in general, like playing, you know, like having a clear goal of like, oh, I want a 990k romancing layer. Like that is a good goal. You should try for it. But if you can't get it in three or four tries, your time is probably best spent doing something else. Cause like at a certain point you're, you're more, I mean, this happens to me all the time where I'm grinding something out and I get, the more I can't do it, the more I do notice the other things that are around me because I'm already in a sort of bad mental state. I'm sort of declining mm -hmm. as I'm playing this thing over and over again. I can't do it. So I'm already like, oh, and then some kid is next to me and I kind of can almost see him in my peripheral. I'm like, oh, like, why are you there? Yeah. And then you start to try to like blame other things for the reason that you're doing poorly. Um, so that's at the point that you need to really cut over and be like, okay, this is not working out for me right now. Do something else. Come back to it later when you have a more clear head. Yeah, I don't I, think you should be forcing it. Like, yeah, I, I agree. Like playing, I think playing a song three or you know if you get extra stage four times in a set, like cool. If you don't get it that time, go play a couple. You know, two or three more games of other things. Just get your mind off of it because you can kind of like lock yourself into a a, a, a mental block. Um, on a certain section, like if you keep getting a miss at one section, then the next time that that section comes up, like you get so anxious. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this happens to me on Monkey Business. Like the beginning of the slowdown, every time I'm like, "This is where I always get a great," or like, "This I was is watching. Yeah. this is where I miss." And yeah. then every time I get a great, or yeah. you know, every once in a while I get a miss. Um, so it yeah, it, it helps to like move off of it and then come back later, sort of uh just sort of refreshed um or also try playing it on mirror that's always a good one yeah i, I advocate return mods it's yeah. very very good yep um so hopefully that helps that was for uh loco voto um on twitter um i think that just about wraps it up for today yeah don't you i do I well we're uh we're we're on hiatus for a little while while kac is happening we'll try to see what we can do about uh an episode while we're in japan that might be hard to coordinate but uh, so worst case scenario, we'll be back in two weeks, three weeks, three weeks. Man, I don't even. No, two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Right? No, no, never mind. Three yeah. weeks. Yeah. Wow, it's a long time. Okay, we'll be back at some point uh, with more episodes, uh, and we thank you for your patience as uh, as we're we're on vacation. We're traveling, and yeah, gonna be busy a little bit. Yeah, so. Well, uh, as always, uh, thank you for listening and thank, thank you, you for playing. playing.